What's up, daddies? Today on Power Moves, a man puts his poop in a box at the grocery store, a horny guy tried to acquire the services of a horse sex worker, and we pay tribute to Eddie Van Halen. Live from Los Angeles, whoop, California. You listening to Power Moves, daddy? Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now you lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. And we're yeah, back. Welcome we're to Power Moves, moves. episode 105. Yeah, I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me from the comfort of the outdoors as the sun goes down, put your hands together for Mr. Gnarly Zach, everyone. Woo 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 woo! I changed it that time. Usually, yeah. usually it's the exact same. It's the ex- switched it up. I switched it up. I didn't write it down. Usually, I have you know I have like the show all beat it out. Yeah, you got like fifty pages in front of you. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Thick. And and uh, this time I didn't do it because I just I just wanted to be a little loose and free today. Just wanted a little looser, a little freer. Let it hang, man. A little more casual. That's why we did the, instead of doing the After Dark program for Patreon, we did the, the pregame, which, which needs a name. Yeah, pregame rocks, dude. Yeah, because the pregame, I think, is helpful for me because sometimes, and it's not all the time, but sometimes when I do that little intro, I'll have to do it two to three times because, mm-hmm. because of uh, COVID and me being isolated and sitting by myself all day. My mouth hasn't said any words all day long except for have a nice day at work to Melissa <laughs> at 8.30. And then I'm dead silent all day long except for once in a while screaming at something. Fuck, motherfucking shit. Got to get you like a guinea pig to hang out with, dude. I feel, yeah, maybe. I feel bad because sometimes I'll hear an apartment next to mine. Someone gets steamed at something. Like I'll hear a, a glass break or something. And I'll hear motherfucking shit. Fuck, come on. <laughs> And then I realized that I do that all day sporadically. I must, yeah. I must sound like a madman. I do it at work. I'll just like moan. Because I have headphones in. I was like, ah. Eh. I just feel like I'm bored. <laughs> Same shit. And people are always like, the fuck? I do that. Me? I do that. I make little noises to myself um, when I listen to music. And usually that's at night. I'll put on headphones so I can play shit as loud as I want after Melissa goes to bed. And... She'll hear me just nick him. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, I hit those owls. <laughs> and in a silent apartment, it just sounds like crazy person is downstairs. <laughs> and you know, you can hear probably can, she can hear the little like of the headphones and then. Yeah, I was cracking myself up. Fucking what was it? Monday, mm-hmm. Monday night after Monday night beers, group chat was popping off. Monday was, night beers was hot this week. Yeah, man. I kept it chill though. I stopped drinking right when the shit ended. Usually I'm just like, well, I already have five. Might as well finish this six pack. But I had to let it go. You could have six beers. Nah, I don't know, man. Well, I, you I get weird. But then this this got thrown in the chat. So it's a dude doing heroin. They put my homie's face on him, <laughs> and I could not stop laughing. Well, you so smoked good. dope the whole show, too. 
Yeah, I got like, a fresh half zip for uh, shout out Silver Lake Caregivers. The bud tender who works there, she's very nice. Gave me a free joint and uh, like a free little gram of shake. Oh, nice. So I haven't even had to touch my shit. It's because I tip well. That's what you get from for going to a, a smaller operation. Yeah, and you got to tip those ladies, man. They, a lot of illegal shit happening at those. She was telling uh-huh. me how when she first started, she was doing 16-hour days. Yeah. And I was like, that's not legal. She was like, hell no, it's not. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I always tip. I always tip because, one, I go to Green Wolf. I should find possibly a better place that has like a smaller place like you go to i think i'll get that extra free joint i used to always get that at these other places they always kick me a joint and it no always tax. and for me that lasts me like that's a half week of weed for me just like because i'm a two hitter three hitter mm-hmm. a day guy and like a free joint is like you just gave me like like a case of beer I essentially used to hit a exhale in west hollywood and that was like a high-end fucking weed store before like the taxing got put into place yeah and no matter what, if you tip, they would give you a handful of their pre-roll joints. That's so I would go incredible. get a half ounce and have like at least seven, just like fat, like indica and sativa. They just like mix them up and throw them in there. And I'd be like, Dude, this place rocks. Uh huh. So good. I um have have been to that Medman place. Have you gone? Have you gone there? No, I heard it's like an Apple store though, right? It's, it's like super baller. It is. It is very super baller. I understand that there is a clientele that would prefer to go to a place like that that is a little more fancy, a little more Apple store, a little more Ikea. Um, but for it's expensive. Yeah, dude. It's way too much. And free all those people in jail for weed charges straight up. You I got don't, Apple weed stores, and there's still people in prison for that shit. It's insane. It's bullshit. It's insane that you can and go again, in. White people are just like, oh, how do you use CBDs? And motherfucker, you got all these people locked up because of this shit. Now you're bragging about like how cool it is. Fuck off. It's, it's uh, just the dumbest thing. Of Making all, time. all this money, being like, this is this is nice. That's the same thing you're calling the cops on this fucking guy trying to feed his family for. Uh huh. Fuck I, face. Like I, I can not get behind, but I understand how. Like a cocaine trafficker, someone who takes something and creates it and mixes chemicals and sells that, like that. The CIA. That, they would make, but that would make sense. Like in your brain, like you're fabricating this, but taking some branches of trees that grow outside and fucking se- plant and selling them. It's a goddamn plant. <laughs> and that's illegal. A plant can't be illegal. It's safer than this shit. Yes. Alcohol. It's far safer than alcohol. Far better for you. So tight. But I just it's just shocking that that still is a thing. Insanity. And again, when you when you make crack cocaine, that that's an effort to make something that is is dangerous to people and going to lay out a whole community. And it makes sense that okay, whether I agree or not whether drugs should be legal or not, Take that aside, and and I'm just going to, okay, I get where you're coming from. Someone's actively trying to make something that's harmful for the community, as opposed to, well, this guy, this guy we found on the street, he had a pocket full of maple leaves. He went out to the tree, picked all these maple leaves. He was selling them, and uh, you can't do that. Uh, You trying to make people happy? What the fuck's wrong with you, man? You trying to make people uh, relaxed? Oh, you mean this guy has an eating disorder? <laughs> you gonna give him a joint? 
So Jeez. you can get hungry, keep his shit down, man. You animal. That guy, that that sick guy, wanted a big chemo. You made him eat a whole sub sandwich. Son of a bitch. He hasn't eaten in like two weeks. Fifteen years. Yeah, you're going to jail. With the violent buddy. offenders, we're gonna throw you in there with people that kill people. Yeah. Fucking scumbag Bend over here over. with your cargo shorts. Hope you like getting raped for a few years. Not in my McDonald's parking lot, nope. you piece of shit. Nope, you're making all the cancer people sick with all the sandwiches and the Dumb pizza ass. that they had to eat. You're making people overweight. Yeah. That <laughs> McDonald's, it's fine, you know, but as long as you go in there without having to do all your dope and smokings, it's a bunch of baloney. Speaking of McDonald's, I was on r slash conspiracy, and this guy was like, you think the Travis Scott burger was a ploy to get them to uh, sell more barbecue sauce that was what? about to expire? Just, I think it was a rib, but this guy was like, hey, isn't it like this burger just has barbecue sauce, so you think that they collab with him? Just to move like a bunch of barbecue sauce that was going to expire. That's insane. And then one of the comments was, uh, <laughs> I work at a McDonald's in Florida and no one ever gets barbecue sauce. So like that might be true. And I was like, this is why I'm here. I actually like the McDonald's barbecue it's sauce. Like a, it's sweet. It's good. When it's, I was a child, I just used to eat it straight with my fingers. Sure. Sure. I don't see a problem with that. It's, it's sweet, but it also harkens back to like straight up like open pit with the you know with the blue cap mm-hmm. just old school it's kind of an orangish tint it's not like it's not that overly sweet like like honey barbecue sauce it's just like it's perfect it's perfect because it's mcdonald's it's got to be right it's a fastball it's on point it's got to be right down the center because otherwise you know people don't want to you can do spicy now different restaurants because people's palates are changing in the united states to like spicy stuff you know people's Taste buds are all dulled down from flaming hot this and pizza and yeah, flaming hot pizza and shit. jalapeno and like and ethnic foods, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Hot Mexican food, uh, hot sauces. All the gringo white folks have all gotten a big hard dick for having hot sauce and chicken wings and things. Whereas a very short time ago, that was not. Uh, a thing that people ate if you were a straight up white dude in 1984. That shit blows my mind. Like if you had in in the early 80s, if you had Tabasco in your house, you're like, wow. You take like you're like someone's dad had had Tabasco that they got as like a joke. And look at this world traveler. Yeah, you put your finger on the tip. And you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest thing I eat is ranch dressing. The fucking chalkies. And then there's like salsa's a new thing. Think of that. Salsa's new. It's like. It's, it was not popularized until, like, the early 80s. Maybe in your neck of the woods. We in my neck like, of the woods. Yeah, growing up over here, like, I was given hot sauce when I was, like, one. Right. It's regional Put here. Put that shit in my milk. I was like, what are you doing to me? But in the majority of the country, it was not a thing that you ate, and everyone got uh, eased into it with, like, chichi's salsa or t- Tostitos or, or uh, Pace Picante. I think that really started to push it was when this is made in New York City, New York City. And then they'd be like, Pace Picante, that's the only real salsa out there, partner. I'm like, that's trash. That's tomato sauce with onions in that's it. That's tomato sauce with bell peppers and yeah, onions and in onions it. and maybe, like, a dash of black pepper. I've talked about it before, and I'll talk about it again. Jarred salsa like that, straight in the trash. Straight in the trash. Straight in the trash. The only thing that's acceptable to me are the uh, Hispanic brand, like Salsa Verdes. Mm-hmm. I'll fuck with those in a pinch. 
Superior makes their own green, their own red, yeah. and their own mocha hete, I believe it's called. And those yeah. ones fucking go off. Yeah, dude. that dark, that super brown, yeah, dark, like hot. Thick pieces of chili in it, uh, like whole slices of onion. You say mocha? Yeah, it's Yeah, because that's dope. got cho- dark chocolate in it. It's good. It's dude. essentially a moe sauce. I miss going to Superior. That was something when I moved to Los Angeles that I hadn't ever appreciated or gotten into. And I started to find it at different spots where I get like a uh, chicken mole burrito. Mm-hmm. And it blew, I, I couldn't wrap my head around the idea of, well, it's, it's chocolate sauce, but it's salsa. You're like, like, what? 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 It smells like a Hershey with like Hershey. Yeah, with, with say, fucking picante on it's like, it? It's like Tabasco Hershey sauce? <laughs> what? What? But no, it's uh, there's a couple spots like that Yucca's where I get that, that mm-hmm. cheeseburger. Yucca's, Yucca's just a straight up. Um, and I, uh, as a white guy, I don't always like just the plain because in Los Angeles, it's like they don't put enough cheese on burritos for me. I want like a lot of cheese. I oh, want yeah, sour cream. Ask. I want tomatoes. And like you start racking that up, it's like all of a sudden my burritos at a buck a pop on those. Um, on Shout those. out K Rico. They got a good burrito. K Rico is good. But I start adding that all on, and now I'm like, this is $17. I'm like, what happened? Like a buck for onions, a buck for this. I'm like, what comes with it? It's like, Chicken and uh, beans and the hot and that's it. And then everything else is a buck. Yeah, I gotta take you to Boca del Rio, city of industry, I believe it is. Cash only. Yeah, they do the thing where it's like Chipotle style, but like mom and pop with like all good ingredients. And when you get the cheese, it's fucking like an ignorant amount of cheese. They just get like a straight up block of Monterey Jack uh-huh. and just shred that shit on top of it. I appreciate that. So where you that. can't even see like what's below your shit. I'm a cheese piggy. And then on tacos, if you get tacos, they'll do like four tacos on a plate. Yeah. And then that cheese grater is going over that whole plate. Mounded. And they just fucking. Because they're smart. When you grind it, when you grate the cheese like that, there's so much air in it. You can make like a, look like a massive amount. I took my homie there for his first time. Blew his mind. He went there the next day. He was like, I had to go back. So I had to run it back, dude. Yeah. He's like, you fucked up. I get that. Because sometimes you go with uh, to the first first time with somebody to a restaurant and they're like you got to get this you got to get that your mind and it's good but then you're like well there's a lot of other stuff on that menu that i wanted to get but i didn't want to be a dickhead because it seems rude when someone takes you somewhere and you're like you got to get this pizza and you're like well i want but i want the (laughs) white pie with the shrimp on it and like what no you don't get that so you get the regular pizza you go back on your own and get something wild dude look at this cheese bro that's uh Oh, boy. They just they just pile yeah. that shit. It's, he, it's fucked up. Gnarly ain't lying. That's a lot that, of those, cheese. That's, uh, that's two tacos. Yeah, that's a lot of cheese. And that's another thing. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so tight. Like I want to go there again so bad. Dude. Paper plates. That's key. It's, it's cash only. And the other thing that's key. I like that when they have the yellow paper wrapper for the burrito in your in your food. Like hey, right here, you should hit that grater. Oh, that's crazy. Come on now. That's an incredible gimmick. Come on now. Around the house here, uh, the other person who lives here calls me Cheese Piggy. Every time I see something with cheese on it, it's just like, well, I like cheese. Like, they got cheese on it? Like, oh, do you, do you like cheese? I love it. Oh, does someone like cheese? Yeah, I like cheese. <laughs> like, what kind of chips do you want? Well, which they got cheese ones. Oh, do you like cheese chips? Yes. Like, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Let's get to some power news you can use. Man pooped in box, then put it back on the shelf. This is from Daddy Ed Khan and Daddy Dana Sheary also sent me this. A man pooped in an empty box, closed it, and then left it on the shelf at a Van Buren Township Meyer in Michigan, police said Tuesday. 
The Meyer security footage recorded the suspect pooping in the aisle and then placing the box containing the poo-poos back on the shelf. Oh, boy. Did he wipe? No, 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 no. The incident took lock them up. The incident took place at the Meyer store on 9701 Belleville Road. If you're familiar, on Thursday around 4 p.m., suspect also stole some items from the store. Hope Fuck. he stole 4 some. 4 p.m. too. It's 4 p.m. Man, God it's, damn. He had to take his 4 p.m. beer. Probably a shift change going on, so he's like, "I'm gonna do this now." <laughs> that's the 4. <laughs> that's the 4 p.m. BM. Hope he stole some toilet paper. That would make that would make me feel better. I hope he drove home like that. You sick fuck. Yeah, muddy cheeks with the stolen stuff. It's the old shit and steal, gnarly. That's a that's a that's an old criminal's tactic. That guy went for it. The old shit and steal. Sometimes you know you get excited, and and uh, the adrenaline starts pumping. It makes the poo poos want to come out, and um, the guy was probably in there gonna go uh, go gonna go full swiper. I and wanted then, to uh, yak when I went no stolen wiper. shit. I never wanted to fuck it. <laughs> Blow my ass out. Was this after the stealing? or was this All a, during. The whole time during. Just you, like, want, you want to throw up? Going in a Hot Topic with a Hollister bag and just racking CDs and T-shirts. <laughs> Can I help you? I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. The bag looks full. Yeah. yeah it is. It's from Hollister. I lo- <laughs> my sister works there. You can go ask. You don't look like you shop at Hollister. <laughs> no, no. No, yeah, like sometimes I got a, I got a, I got a court date. I got a court date. That day was so Stonewood Mall, dude. So wild. Just pulled up, <laughs> saw my sisters working. It's like, could I have a big bag? She's like, what are you gonna do with it? I'm like, I just need a bag. I'm pretty sure. Can I get three? Carlos needs one too. <laughs> <laughs> the Saginaw Fashion Square Mall. Ninety percent of the kids in that mall were only stealing stuff. Yeah. No one had any money. I didn't know anyone with like money, like enough money to buy all that shit. We ran a homies once at a fast food joint, and we're just like, uh, "Where'd you guys go?" And we're like, "Oh, we hit the mall," and like showed them our shit, and they're just like, "Dude, we hit the mall too," and they showed us our, like, the uh-huh. shit they stole. And we're like, "Yeah." I had friends that would drive into Detroit to go to the bigger malls with better stuff, so they could shoplift at nicer stores. Oh, I had to walk all the way across the parking lot. Uh-huh. We thought the fuzz was on us, so we're like, "Separate." It's just, it was just wild. Like, and what if you got pinched? See, now not only, if you're in town and you got pinched, your folks come and get you and bail you out and you're in trouble and, you know, life goes one on. of my friends when I didn't go with him. It was like one of those, like, one last, one last job, man. I was like, I'm good, dude. <laughs> and he got rolled and was like, well, there it is. I can't imagine. Ding dong and my parents at like age 14, 13. After rolling out <laughs> two hours away to Detroit or an hour and a half, whatever it is. And uh, getting rolled up in in some uh, in some Caledonia mall with a bunch of starter caps in my bag. <laughs> like, what do you do? You went where? Like, you're supposed to be playing Nintendo at Adam's house. Yeah, but I wanted some cool shit <laughs> in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, somebody in the that, city. Yeah, uh, and also um, there's probably uh, beer cans involved in the guy Hell in the yeah. in the, uh, the the 16 year old kid's car. <laughs> Porno mags. All usual shit. Those guys, man. Some of those older brothers when I was a kid, they all had a plethora of pornography in their cars at all times. Now everybody has it on their phones, man. <laughs> no, no, you'd have to have it with you. So you'd be in the back, <laughs> laying back in the cut while uh, tearing down the highway with some half-drunk 16-year-old, and you're just flipping through a hustler, got that Club, club International. Oh, look at this butthole, dude. <laughs> look at this butthole. <laughs> there are so many pictures of me and my buddies in the back seats of cars. Just looking cool with some pornos. <laughs> Big smiles. <laughs> or, like, doing the crossover. Like, you know, people, like, they'll, uh, you know, 
cr- hook their arms to drink the wine. Yeah, like doing that with the except mag. doing that with the mags. <laughs> we we both was- are hard. <laughs> <laughs> Two times hard. Hell yeah, hard buddies. We're cool. <laughs> Employees at Meyer brought the footage over to the Van Buren Township Police. Police uploaded the footage onto their Facebook page for all those shit cravers on Facebook. Look at this guy just duking. <laughs> Does it say if he has shorts or pants? Uh, I I did get an update from uh, 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 Daddy Ed Khan, I believe, and um, and it it showed the guy's photo, and he was just he looked like a shaved head type normal dude, black t shirt, mask on, of course, pants. Which when Still, this happens. I see those photos, and I'm like, oh, shit was like, dude was in there to, like, rob the place in a disguise, and then I have to remind myself that, no, everyone wears a mask now. The other day, like, it's starting to get tedious for me. Just Just wait for the time to change, dude. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. The ridiculousness of it, though, is, like, my trash chute is down the hallway, and then, like, make a right, and then it's right there. And I'm going out to take the trash out. I'm like, wait, you can't. Walk by other people's apartments. You got to put a mask on. And I just had to say it out loud to myself, like how absurd it is. It's what you should do. But how fucking strange it is that I have to put a mask on to take my trash down the hall. Because I don't want to get that look. I don't want to get anyone sick. Yeah, I do the same thing when I order food. Yeah. We'll argue about, I'll like I'll pull a dick move and leave my mask in my car. Uh-huh. I'm just like the food's here. You need to go get it. She's like, you go get it. I don't have a mask. No, mine's in my car. You're, you want me to wear yours? That's fucking gross. <laughs> it's got all your all fuck your- you. And she walks downstairs. <laughs> Even you came over today. We stayed, you know, a good ten feet away from each other. But I didn't have my mask on. I thought, oh shit, that's just rude of me. That's rude. Yeah, of I was me. hugging the wall the whole time. I walked all the way around like a lizard. <laughs> I didn't think of it. Usually I pop it on, and then I had another fucking ant problem today. I don't know where they're coming Same. from. Same. I don't know where they're fucking getting in my place, dude. I They were coming in my dishwasher. In the dishwasher. Damn. And so I just, um, last night, I just put the dishwasher on hot, <laughs> shut the door, <laughs> and fucking gassed them all. Just locked that shit up and ran it. And Hopefully like, they did, man. Well, there were a couple extra this morning straggling around. And they got all my scrub daddy, you know, mm-hmm. the little smiley face, bro. The, the, uh, they were on Shark Tank. It's that smiley face, yellow sponge. It's a dope sponge. And right. it's one of those things that I was like, oh, yeah, this will, makes sense that this was popular on Shark Tank. Vince uh, Averill, big homie, he swears by him. The scrub daddy is scrub a, daddy. It just never it never gets beaten up or old or, or dingy or that mildew smell. Lasts forever. There were so many ants in that scrub daddy. And this uh. is, there was only like, there wasn't like, it wasn't everywhere in my kitchen. It was just that one little chunk. And there were like a hundred ants in this scrub daddy. So I just mashed the scrub daddy. That's a lot of ants. And, and killed them all. And then I, you know, obviously I can't use that sponge anymore. And then I had to, I had to Amazon Prime a couple new scrub daddies. But these ones, these new ones, those are the, uh, the scrub daddy brushes. That's like a full sponge, but you want the smiley face ones. Ah, here we go. America's yeah. favorite sponge. It is the best sponge. Hashtag not sponsored. I wish I oh, could. I got a Halloween one, dude. Oh, Special edition. It's like fucking, what are those things called? Pumpkin. Funkos. It's called a pumpkin. Funkos. <laughs> well, the new ones I got are lemon scented, and I'm pretty nice. pumped. And I got a two pack, so I'm all set with Scrub Daddies. Hey, get at me, Scrub Daddy. If you know anyone with the Scrub Daddy people who want a quality ad read right on a quality program, 
You let them hit up old Mike Burns here at the Power Moves. Police uploaded that footage to the Facebook page. Everyone enjoyed that. Um, and then the Meyer officials requested the department to take any images and videos of the incident down and uh, citing the corporate policy as a reason. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> our corporate policy is to not let people know about boxes of shit for sale in our stores that we didn't make. Could you imagine getting that on accident? What policy is that? It feels wet and warm at the bottom. What the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't know what box it was. They didn't never say, which is disappointing. And human shit's never tight. No. It's never like, oh, I could just throw this out. So this is a mess. No, like a dog turd, you can barehand that. Yeah, you can throw that shit. You just pick it up. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that in a, in a pinch when I used to have that little pug. You can flick it like bear. a soccer ball with your foot all easy. I remember being outside in the in the snow and like you'd take a shit on someone's lawn or something in Chicago and I'd just be like, you know what, fuck it. And I'd just reach down, pick it up, throw it in the sewer, and then just walk home like this. Yep. Like I'm doing like that, like a, like a fucking bullfighter, like all the way home. <laughs> It's just bare yeah, you hand. want it away from your face so you don't get the smell. Yeah, and I don't want to touch anything with it, but I want it as far away as possible. And it's not like you smeared with shit. It's just like it touched some poop. No, the human feces would be going through your fingers and uh -huh. everything. It's a mess. And it, yes, it is gross, but at the same time, I touch the dog food that goes in his bowl, and that's all that is. That's all he eats is dog food. It's just I like I can't wait to bare hand some dog shit. Hopefully, yeah, man, it's gonna be tight. You're gonna be a good dad. I hope so. <laughs> The suspect left the parking lot in a light-colored Ford Escape. Police said they have no leads on any suspects <laughs> at this point. You got a video of a guy taking his shit. You and he got video it. of a guy stealing a bunch of shit. You got his car. <laughs> Maybe you want to leave up the guy taking a shit video for everyone to see. The guy taking a shit was a cop. Maybe that's it. He looked like a They're cop. Like, Damn, that's Greg, man. You know what he did? Put it on the back burner. Because if you were a cop, you could just... One of just... the guys there fucked his wife. You gotta <laughs> maybe, let it slide. See, maybe. he kills him or he shits in a box. What do you want? Uh-huh. Well, Meyer's a giant store. Meyer's like a uh, Walmart-sized store in Michigan. That's even worse, dude. Oh, fucking, that's poop, bro. Yeah. But that's like where we would go. That's where, you know, all of us, we would go get our groceries. and They're still open. It's a great nice. store. And it's got, like, so much regional stuff that when I go home, that's a first stop. You know, like, I want this store brand this, and I want Hell yeah. this brand of this, and... And then I never eat it all, and I leave it at my parents, and they probably throw it away. Let's move on. Man wanted to engage in sexual activities with a, with a horse, uh, the police said, in uh, Pennsylvania, gnarly. Don't do that, man. Well, this guy had to have it. You will die. <laughs> Mr. Hands, R.I.P. What's that? Mr. Hands, I believe his name was. That dude in Seattle that got his fucking, he had sex with a horse, and uh -huh. he died because of it. Well, did, did the horse have sex with him, or did he the have horse, sex with the horse? He, was he wanted on, the horse to penetrate he him. on the receiving end. So the horse did, mm -hmm. and if you know anything about horse fucking wangs, yeah. they're pretty fucking big. Yeah, it's like and the it, size like, of your leg. He died of internal bleeding because no shit, it moved like <laughs> all his organs and probably hit his rib cage probably, all fucked up. Probably hit his medulla oblongata. Yeah, you can find that <laughs> online. I don't recommend it, though. I threw up when the first time I saw that. I was wasted. Same night, I saw two girls, one cup. It was probably oh, a combination of this everything. Must have been a quite a night. Became a man that you night. You have like a sleepover that night. I was, like, was, I was, I was seventeen, out. and my buddy Miguel's brother, who's like the older cat, him and his boys pulled up. And we were just getting shit faced, uh -huh. playing Keen's Cup, and they're just like, "You want to see something fucked up?" And I was like, "Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, of course." Yeah. <laughs> 
They're just laughing at me like, damn, you're stupid. I'm like, you're stupid. You fucking, you, you watch this. You call it King's Cup or King Cup? King's Cup? We call it King Cup. That, that's a gross ass game, yeah, man. Yeah, the card one. Just keep playing. It's got like, but you got like everyone's beer in there or something, right? Isn't it one of those mixing beers? Uh, I think our cup that was in the middle was just straight liquor. And yeah. then you had to chug that. But I forget the rules because I haven't played that shit in like 17 years or something. Stupid. I remember playing it, but I remember. But I know it was, each card, it was like, oh, that's how many drinks you had to take or yeah, something. Yeah. And it only lasts like an hour. And then you couldn't stand up. Like, I, I like beer pong fine, but. Whatever beer that you're supposed to drink, like at it's like, don't you pound the beers out of the cups? Yeah, or it's something? supposed to be like if you pull a can. I think you like drink like the ass water of like every drink, every drink that's there or right. something. Yeah, that's, I don't want to do that. I like Wizards Wong. If I'm gonna play a dri- uh, drinking game, I like Wizards Wong. I don't know that. What's Wizards? For if like uh, I just got, I got this Coors, right? Right. So I finish this Coors, and then I get another one, and then I get that other Coors, and I put it on top of it, and I tape it. Oh. And then you just keep taping. <laughs> and like your drunk ass has like a staff at the end of the night. Well, that's fun. <laughs> it's sick as fuck, dude. That's a fun game. That's it kind so of a tight. It's not quite the same as like an Edward Forty Hands. But no, Edward, I have played Edward Forty Hands. And I threw up. I've never played it. I bet I could do that. It sucked. It, it was more painful if anything because the forties were really cold. Yeah, and they duct taped them to my hands. Oh, that would suck. And I, I was like, like, my that. hands are cold, and now I gotta pee. But then I can't pee till I finish both of these. I would want a mug. I could drink two forties and not pee. I bet. How many beers is that? Two forties. Forty. It's forty ounces, so it's twenty-four. Like, it's like six. Two. Eight with the carry the six. Probably like a six-pack. No, it's not a six-pack. I don't fucking know. It's dude. like, all right, it's okay. a lot. It's usually malt liquor too. It was like forty-eight. Mickey's. Forty-eight ounces would be. Oh shit! This is going to be really painful for someone to is listen to. Two talkans, two twenty-fours, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then so what's there's what's left is is another beer, twelve ounces left. Oh no, forty. Uh, carry the two. Okay, it's like six pack ish, <laughs> less than six pack. Yeah, but then you have to so. drink them fast before they get warm. Uh huh. And that makes it worse. Yeah, I guess. I think I could drink a sixer and not and, and not your take hands a leak. just hurt. Yeah, that's that part I didn't ever think of. I'm not having. I'm. That's the thing with drinking games. I'm like. I'm fine. Don't you worry yeah, about me. Alone, dude. I'll get there when I get there. I'll bong some beers. That's fun. I like beer that. Beer bong's sick. That's a lot of fun. But I did a Bacardi, not Bacardi, Captain Morgan and Coke one time in a beer bong. Oh, that's fun. It's fucked up, dude. Me and my buddy did vodka once, just straight. Oh, uh, yeah, we each did a pint. We each did a pint. We had, like, this uh, high school gang <laughs> club, but, you know, like, yeah. whatever the it was. Boys. Yeah, we had hats with embroidery <laughs> on them. They said blowed on them. B-L-O- uh, B-L-O-W-E-D And then our nicknames on the back Won't tell you mine But we all had those <laughs> Fitted caps They were fresh as fuck And there was like Different crews There's probably blowdowns coming dude. Yeah four or five Different crews In in our uh, age group And uh, everyone had their own Drinking initiations Kind of like high school frats I guess for lack Somewhere in between Frat, gang, club Party crew Party crew And you, you roll up in the spot And everyone's got their caps on And the crews all got along It was like you know, like I respect you because you're in a crew. I respect you, bro. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, we bonged uh, pints of pop off each. And uh, while well, uh. I was, I think I got half down of mine, but then my buddy he took it all down because he's one of those psychos who just can't lose. And then you know, cut to later in the evening. Dead. Yeah, basically <laughs> dead, dead in the backyard. Oh, one of those guys partied out again. One of those guys who could like handle his liquor uh, endlessly, but 
is never going to puke, so just his body just shut Shit, down. Yeah, that fucking blows my mind. I think I did three beers was the most I did in a beer bong. And That's a lot. I thought I was tight, mm-hmm. and then I burped, and he immediately threw it all back up, like projectile <sighs> style. Yeah, like, once it was violent. Once it gets coming. Like, because like, that movie, like, it was comical. Like, I was laughing when I did it. I was like, oh, shit. Your stomach's a balloon. And if I would have been inside your house, I would have fucked up your kitchen floor or something fierce, dude. <laughs> like an SNL puke. Like, it was like a lot. Where they had the fake hose coming out of the sleeve. And it just it was sprays. so much. Or like I've referenced, I think on Monday Night Beers, that guy who's the footage of the guy at the baseball game. Oh, he's just dying. The heavy set fella. If he was on his stomach, he's dead. <laughs> it's just, he looks like he drank. 36 beers before the game and with that gas with that it's so bad that gas tank of a tummy he had i bet it was full it's like he was every time he was like exhaling just vomit was coming out of his mouth it's so foul and people are like well he's got a he's got a illness like i thought it looked like an illness i've been around the block and that looks like a motherfucker who drank 36 beers in the parking lot before yeah, the dude, game and he's old enough to know better you, you know, know you know did you need 10 hot dogs, Larry? Did you really need uh, 10? <laughs> I've got flashbacks of that video. It's not head. all it's beer so either. There's, there's a, oh, no, there's meat in there. There's cloudiness there's to like it. There's like chili. Like, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. He had one that, he had it one looks of those, like shit is coming out of his mouth. I, he had one of those like helmet nachos, like the full-size full helmet nacho. Wasn't chewing his hot dog all the way? No, no. you got to get him in as fast as possible. I feel so bad for those people who had to clean that area. The faster you get stuff in like that, the... The more it's going to come out later at a higher uh, rate of trajectory. Pennsylvania State Police charged a man with soliciting a Shrewsbury Township woman to engage in erotic, taboo sexual activities with her horse, according to charging documents. Allegedly gnarly. We're going to have to use the word allegedly on this. A whole man abused an animal. Norman S. Zalek, allegedly 53. And this... 53-year-old horny guys, man. They 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 really wanted you to know where this guy fucking lives in 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 the several articles that, that I read. Well, <laughs> of the 400 block of Oakdale Station Road, Washington Township, Dauphin County, Pennsylvania. <laughs> like it's just fu- They just straight up gave up his address. <laughs> it's like we know. Look for the guy on crutches. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I well I don't think he wanted to get poked. I think he wanted Oh, he wanted to be- fuck the horse? Oh, that I mean Getting fucked by a horse, that's sick, gnarly. You don't do that. I got a party. You should get fucked by a horse. That's yeah. a dude no, who never no. loses a bet. You don't do that. He really wanted... They, they had to let everyone know where he lives. They, he wanted to assault the animal himself. I'm going to guess. Well, you know, it might have been consensual. He brings it a carrot, a couple beers. Dogs... I mean, not dog. Horses love beer. Yeah, you know, horses do. You know they love beer. I've, I, I've certainly seen it in several... He, he date-raped uh, a horse, uh, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, well, he wanted to. He faces a one count of criminal solicitation of sexual intercourse, intercourse with a smoking hot animal. You know it must be hot. There's got to be a hot horse. I don't know, man. Man, some horses are gross. Some horses you're like, that's a good looking horse. I wouldn't want to have sex. That's a better word. Good looking horse. I'm like, <laughs> damn, that's a hot ass Mustang right there. <laughs> the charge was filed Wednesday at uh, District Judge Lindy Lane Sweeney's office, where Zalek is scheduled for a p- preliminary hearing on October 29th, according to online court documents. Okay, so the reporter, I'm assuming, or possibly, it, no, this is a follow up from a reporter. They call his house. And because uh, it says reached at home Monday, Zalek denied the allegation. 
So they straight up gave him a jingle, which I love. Like he answered the phone and talked to someone yeah, about speaking. this. Yeah, speaking. Yeah. Hello, Zalek residence, Norm speaking. What can I do you for? <laughs> Did you assault a horse? Here's what he says. This is his quote. That's me. That's my name. That's my date of birth. Yep. Zalek said when asked identifying questions. However, Zalek expressed surprise when his name was on an affidavit of uh, probable cause. You've got the wrong person, he said. I don't know what this is about. This is all news to me. As he's like rubbing himself. <laughs> news to me. Oh, it's all news to me. <laughs> I would blow. Your mind would be blown Slid if someone. Sig. Called and I would have hung up and like, damn, how did he find out about this shit? Hi, Zach. This is uh, the, the police click. department. And uh, <laughs> click, gone. That just, never happened. You, just, you don't even hear, you don't even hang the phone up. You just hear your tires peeling out. <laughs> Zalek said he planned to call uh, Sweeney's office of the state police to see about getting a copy of the charging documents. Yeah, I want to read that while I'm in bed. <laughs> I'm innocent until proven guilty, he added. Yeah. People who say that usually have a reason. Oh, they're guilty as fuck. If but they're so, smart. If someone called me on the phone and, and told me that there was an affidavit of probable cause of me wanting to have sex with a horse, I wouldn't just be like, well, I, I, I'm innocent. Until Show me the thread. Guilty? What are you talking about? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, nah, dude. Be like, gnarly. Is this you, gnarly? What? I didn't have sex with a horse, man. Is this Carlos? Did you put Carlos up to this? Is he? Did you make him call me? <laughs> what the fuck is this? No one would just be like, oh, well, uh, well, I gotta look. It's not like a parking ticket. It's not like, well, you owe a bunch of parking. Well, I gotta look into this. What was the horse's name? <laughs> what was his name? I know a lot of horses. What color is he? <laughs> is it Dan? Rick? Is it Rick? I know Rick. Are his teeth clean? <laughs> About 3.08 p.m. August 5th. Okay, so here's the details. A Shrewsbury Township woman told state police she first encountered Zalek when he responded to a post she made on a Facebook group advertising her male horse's availability to be leased for riding or training others to ride. That's where you fucked up, lady. Ride, you say? Yeah. Hmm. I hold that's, a, that's a pretty open word. I hold on with my penis? <laughs> <laughs> Zalek's the song Pony. That's <laughs> my favorite song. I'm a horse as well. Yeah, yeah. I identify as a horse. <laughs> yeah, well, see, maybe that's the thing. Maybe we shouldn't be so quick to judge, allegedly. Zalek said in a Facebook message that he and another unnamed individual wanted to perform sexual activities with her horse, document state. Is this... Is this what Facebook is now? So he told... He asked about banging out the horse? This chick had, like, an ad about, like, horse for rent. And he's like, can I fuck it? Yeah, something like, basically. <laughs> said ride. Does that mean fuck too? <laughs> that, uh, sorry, sex. I don't want to be crude. I'll no, make love to it. Make love. It's not, it's not, it's not wrong. It's not like I'm some sex crazed maniac. It's just a form of petting. How'd that horse not fuck him up? Well, it didn't, well, we're going to get to that. It, does, it doesn't quite happen, Gnarly. It doesn't, he doesn't. He, oh, he didn't penetrate. No, nice. he does not get it in. He does not get it in. Good. But it's like I haven't been on Facebook in maybe a year and a half, two years. Is that is that what goes on? Is it? I have no is, idea. I haven't had one since like two thousand eight. Is it that twisted? There's ads for uh, pony rides. Jesus Christ! <laughs> is that the code? We had a dude in our neighborhood that would pull up with a horse, and you would just like sit on top of it as a child in clothes, and they would take a picture, and that was like a hustle in its own. No, that's that's fine. I wasn't. Well, no, my mom wasn't trying to have sex with a horse or nothing. No. 
You can see that though. I'm pretty just, sure that guy wasn't doing that either. Here's what you want to do, man. If you want to go, have, if you want to plow, you plow a, a steed. Here's what you do. You you go on the dark web and you search pony rides. Facebook. Wink. You type in wink. <laughs> <laughs> pony rides. Wink. Send. <laughs> you sit back. A state trooper then viewed the conversation on Facebook. I'm assuming the chick sent it to him. And, uh, She's like, yeah, look it, at this. It, uh, <laughs> subject line, uh, maybe look at this. This has his name and photo. <laughs> fucking psycho. You can see, you can see pictures of him at the barbecue he was at last Sunday. Shirt tucked there's in. His, there's his kids. <laughs> Allegedly, the state trooper then viewed the viewed the conversation on Facebook, in which Alex said that he and another person were open-minded. Quote, fucking and freaks, uh, quote. Man. We never been with a horse, according to documents. Uh, what, having a fantasy is illegal now? Uh-huh. Well, also, we never been with a horse. What else you been with? Pig? Goat? Like, that's... A, you're just admitting that you've been with other things. Yeah, you're just assaulting animals. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. He might identify as a do- bunch of different animals, allegedly. Don't mean shit, dude. <laughs> Hashtag allegedly. They don't speak English. After having a conversation with the York County DA's office, the trooper arranged... For a one-way consent call, also known as a wiretap, oh, they're, they're, they're going to pinch him between the woman and Zalek. A wiretapping call took place on August 13th, during which the horse owner acted as though she was agreeable to Zalek's initial offer. Yeah, you can fuck him. Hey, yeah. Hey, Norm. Yeah, it's uh, Mary. Just calling you back about the horse plow. Yeah, uh, I just maybe we can set that up for the weekend. You t- you can't get that. Yes, he's all yes. You want to? <laughs> he was probably yes. fucking tight. Pants were getting tight, so tight. Ugh. And you can't get a call back about the damn dog you just want to adopt and love. No, this guy gets hit up to have sex with an animal. <laughs> Pony rides on Facebook. Wink. The fire tap call. Blah 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 blah. Uh, acts like they're uh, agreeable to it. During the conversation, the woman asks Alec. How much would you be willing to pay for a one-time thing like that? To which Zalek answered, Oh, uh, 200 bucks. Cheap ass. <laughs> Bringing my change jar. 200. He's probably making that in payments, too. I'll give you 75 up front. Another 75 when I finish. And then we'll talk about the others. Well, yeah, that's the end of the, that's the, all the info, info I've got on that one. It just ends that he gets busted. And, uh. Actually, well, he's not busted yet is the thing, gnarly. They just put all of his info, let everybody know he's a pervert, lives here. And his address. Who might have sex with your animal. What if someone's faking this? Because you could do that. You could. It's a solid prank. It's a great prank. It's a great prank. Possibly ruin this man's life. Which I'll just the same thing. I'd be like, Carlos, is this you? It's, come on, man. Are you a horse? Did gnarly pay you to do this? Is this the horse calling me? 200 bucks. I bring. I got ones. I'm going to bring pay in all ones. You got to go over 1,000 if you're trying to have sex with someone's animal. Yeah, I, I would assume so. If you want to do something that that's that's yeah, you're going to cause that, that kind depraved. of trauma. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to, you got to go high end. Well, maybe the horse doesn't care. You know, you never know. The horse might enjoy it. The horse might get stimulated. I just don't think a horse would let you do that. Without no, you no. catching a fucking a hoof, you know? No, you'd have to get like somehow on top of it, I guess. Like, you'd have to drug it and rape it. Because there is nothing better than uh, someone fucking with a horse or a cow or something. They get kicked oh, in the, the chest. Best. It's the best. 
It's the best. You don't fuck with animals, man. That it goes. Makes uh, me upset. People saying the N-word, getting their ass beat. That's great. And then the horse. Uh, animals attacking people who fucking provoke them. Very enjoyable. Or any sort of uh, animal in captivity that's being used for the entertainment. Oh, yeah. Like bullfighters getting their shit on. Alligators. Putting their head in an alligator. Holding their mouth open with a stick. That's hilarious. Kick that arm off. Have yourself a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers in a, in a cage in a zoo or some shit. And I don't wish ill will on zookeepers, but I don't agree with them. Unless they're doing it for the betterment of the animal. It's like a conservation type of situation. But boy, oh boy. Otherwise, it's just animal prison. Yeah, animal prison. I don't like that. But boy, it's just really enjoyable. See some guy going up, like, doing some vile shit to some, you know, kicking a horse in the butt or, like... Even when they brand them, like they brand yeah, an animal. Chill, dude. No, that's not chill at all. That's what I mean. It's like that's some Nexium shit. Burn someone's flesh, get uh-uh. kicked in the chest, <laughs> fly across the room. That's for white women and volleyball players. <laughs> Power Moves is brought to you in part by PartyBelts.com, the official supplier of championship belts for Power Moves Fantasy Football Leagues. Leagues. Do you like to party, Gnarly? Do you like to party? Oh, I like to party, dude. Do you like winning? Do I you- love party. I love winning. Yeah. I love talking shit mm-hmm. after I win. Yeah. Well, if you and have- during I'm winning. That resounding hell yeah, then uh, you got to get yourself a party belt from PartyBelts.com. Party belts are the latest and greatest in wearable beer drinking apparel. Never before has a championship belt been equip- equipped with a dual beverage holster situation, allowing you to proudly display your reason for partying while ensuring you party like a champion. You can't beat talking shit and having a belt where it has beers on it, and you can pop them. You got one, you drink it, you drink the other one, put another one in there. It's just a, you just, it's just a constant cycle, and boom, boom, boom. Shit talk, shit talk, drink, drink, drink. That's all you guys to know about party belts. You can choose from dozens of their designs for any occasion, from bachelor parties to beer pong trophies to custom fantasy football or cornhole uh, tournament belts. Whatever the reason you want to party for, Party Belts has you covered. And if you don't see the perfect design for you, let them design one for you of your choice. They will make anything you want. I think within reason. You can't, like, put, like, you know, some a butthole on there. Probably not. Probably not. Like, I would assume. But you could ask. Yeah, ask, dude. You yeah, know, I would. And you know what? If You, you can't have anything that you desire that's not available to you unless you inquire that's my policy you gotta ask man these belts without a doubt are the highest quality at the absolute best price on the market party belts make the perfect gift for that super fan that grill master or really anyone who considers themselves a world champion partier get one for yourself get one for your dad get one for your grandma and get one for 15 percent off with promo code daddies at partybelts.com Party like a champion. That's partybelts.com. Promo code daddies. Party like a champion. Let's do some power grooves. The grooves, man. Born in Amsterdam in 1955, Eddie Van Halen has sadly passed away from cancer on October 6th at the age of 65 years old. One of the greatest guitar players of all time. He invented new sounds. For me, gnarly, I equivalent it this way. It's a man who invented new colors. Can you imagine, like, if someone's like invented the color red? You know, like it's a it's a new thing that didn't exist. You're like, what's that color? Be like red. Like where? I've never seen that before. Yeah, gonna tell people to stop. I made that up. It's my color. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and there are so many great Eddie Van Halen stories. 
that are just so wild. Rocker shit. Yeah. It's legit, th- like, rocker shit. It's legit rocker shit, but it's not like... Because Eddie wasn't like a cruising around for babes type of guy. He was more of a dead serious musician. He wasn't, dude. he wasn't like party first, music second. He was a music first. No, that was his craft. <laughs> that was his craft. That was his but, fucking job. You know, when you're that high level of a genius. Technical. You get into weird situations. And sadly, you know, he had some uh, alcohol problems like a lot of people do. Everyone from that era. Totally understandable. Totally understandable. It's high pressure. And sometimes when your brain moves so fast. There's only one way to really slow it down, and it's hard to get control of that sort of thing. I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on that because there's other things to talk about. Um, there's a book called Eruption in the Canyon, which is a uh, it's a coffee table book. It's fantastic. Uh, you can look it up. You can buy it for fifty one dollars and fifty cents. It's uh, well worth it. And there's a story in there about uh, Eddie Van Halen. He uh, gets hooked up with, I believe it's uh, Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit Fame's uh, management, and Wes Borland had quit Limp Biscuit, and they're holding auditions for a replacement. So Durst and Eddie Van Halen they get introduced at a party, and record level uh, record label executives like you guys should work together. And Fred Durst responds, that would be hilarious. The greatest guitar player ever plays with the worst band ever. But Eddie Van Halen responded with, fuck it, let's jam. (laughs) Because he loved music so much. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he understands that you don't know what shit is until you fucking try it out. Also, he's done everything. It's fun. Yeah, "Yeah, let me play with this fucking fat guy's band. Yeah, that sounds great. So the session went ahead at a party in Beverly Hills. Van Halen, uh, Eddie, does not like weed like of all this probably done lots of drugs and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, but specifically just doesn't like weed probably clouds his brain he can't yeah. perform on it so he's not a fan uh he gets steamed because everyone at uh red durst's house of course is beverly up. hills mansion or ripping bulls he gets mad we know he's got a hot temper he leaves his guitars his amps all his equipment behind yeah, what do you call them uh children among scholars uh he said that uh afterward he described the jam as like being a scholar among kindergartners, <laughs> which is absolutely accurate. That's what that was. <laughs> like, yeah. The, it'd be like if he came over to do some songs with me and you, Gnarly. Yeah, he'd like, just be like, he'd punch me in the face. Just <laughs> leave. <laughs> no, Say wait. it again. No, no, Eddie, I got some pots and pans. I'm, I, I got a dope beat that I can hook yeah, it I like up. Panama. Pop. <laughs> the following day, Van Halen contacted uh, Fred Durst to come get all his shit back. And, uh, He's still steamed about uh, all the kindergartners smoking their dope. And Durst is not returning Eddie's calls. He's Son pro- of a bitch. He's ditching them. And, you know, he's got all his custom. His pr- shit. Pri- priceless stuff. He makes all of his guitars. They're all completely custom and built <laughs> by him. And so he rolls over there. And this is the story. This is allegedly. But it's in this book. Eddie. Uh, and here's the quote. Eddie once bought an assault vehicle from a military auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer of this book, Bennett, writes, it had a shine gun uh, mount on the back and is not legal. I don't know what especially out of here. <laughs> Eddie drove that assault vehicle through Los Angeles into Beverly Hills, then parked it and left it running on the front lawn of the house that Limp Biscuit rehearsed in. 
He got out with no shirt on, his hair in a samurai bun, his jeans held up with a strand of rope and combat boots held together by duct tape with a gun in his hand. Probably a cig in his mouth. (laughs) Bennett recalled, that asshole opened, answered the door, uh... And Eddie explains, I put my gun to that stupid fucking red hat of his. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, where's my shit, motherfucker? And you know, Eddie's got that. His teeth are kind of ground out. Where's my shit, motherfucker? That fucking guy just turned into turned to one of his employees and starts yelling at him to grab my shit. Eddie Van Halen stood on the front lawn of a residential home in Beverly Hills in broad daylight, smoking a cigarette with a gun on Fred Durst. <laughs> While all his buddies and Fred went back and forth from the house to the assault vehicle, lugging all his amps and guitars and loading them in. Such a baller move. That's incredible. It's the best. There are so many wild Eddie Van Halen stories. You heard the Dimebag one? Yes. You can tell it if you want to do it. Dimebag was a fan. Mm -hmm. I don't think they really met that many times, but then he was in the process of going to cut, he was going to cut Eddie a check for 30K for one of his guitars, but then he passed away. Uh It's the yellow and black. And then he wanted the color. I I forgot which one he wanted, but I don't think it was the yellow and black. He was going to buy a different one. Mm -hmm. But then when he contacted his wife after he passed to see what he can do, she was like, oh, he was going to buy one of your guitars. And he's like, well, say no more. Knowing that he wanted the yellow and black because Dime always said that was like the toughest looking one. Yeah. Priceless, his own fucking guitar, and just put it on his body. Like he's buried with like a baller ass guitar at the funeral. So yeah, sick. yeah, it's incredible. It's like insane. It's Gave a, him like a sword. It's it's like a Smithsonian level guitar. Yeah, is <laughs> in Dimebag's casket. It's just in the casket underground, right? For now. all time, just hanging out. That's so great. It's so great. It's like you don't need, you don't ever need to see that again. It's like you know it's there. It's fact, safe. He was in a, like a $30,000 transaction. Jesus Christ. It's safe. That's worth more than $30,000. Oh, 100%. Auction, and Don now, had that dough for sure. Well, after, sadly, Eddie's passing. Uh, and, I, and I'm and i not going to lie, man. Vince texted me about that. And I was just, what? And I'm just like, you know, I'm just chilling. I was writing uh, writing some things for the Patreon. I was yeah, writing, it was lunchtime, I'm, I think. I'm writing some old, some, uh, old uh, construction stories for that. And... And I just like, you know, I'm, I'm on edge. Everyone's on edge. And I yeah. just, I'm by myself. It's middle. I just, it just poured out. It wasn't like, just like my eyes just yeah. dump, dump buckets out. And I just sat there like, really? Are you fucking serious? Another one. Uh, and you know. Cancer sucks. It does suck. And for me, it's, uh, I tried to process this, like why certain things like that hit you hard. And for me, this specific one is that. Like I started to listen to Van Halen when I was eight years old, so that's your childhood died. So yesterday. for me, part of my childhood was taken away. Or and of course, it's not about me. It's about his family and his son and his wife. But it's it's uh, it, for me personally. It was it floods all those memories back to me. And I just posted on Instagram on my Pizza Nacho in '69. I bought the 1980 the the uh, Panama. Uh, 45 from Meyer Thrifty Acres, which we covered earlier. The Meyer I bought it from one of those stores with money that I got paid like a nickel to pick or pennies. I think I got a penny per dandelion weed I would pull out of Damn. yards, and you just in the in the the dude would count them, 
like whatever neighbor and you get like 50 cents you're eight you don't it's you're eight years old in in 1984 hell yeah and i saved that money up and i think the 45s were a dollar 95 and i'd be there with my mom and when i'd get, save up enough money i'd get to get to get a uh, a 45 and i bought panama and i still have it and it's it's completely flawless mint condition mm. it's crazy that I'd never scratched that once. I probably played that a million times. Yeah, you care about it, man. I cared about it so much that I still have it. I've moved. I probably lived in 16 apartments. I've lived in five different cities. And, you know, that was whatever that is. Like 36 years ago, I have this record from 36 years ago of all the things. I don't own that many things. I still have it. That's badass. And that's like why that weight is so heavy. Uh, you might not know this. You probably do. Is that Eddie played the uh, solo on "Beat It"? Mm-hmm. One a lot take. Of, a lot of people don't know that. Did that one take? Did that one take? Reworked it while Michael Jackson was out of the for room for free. For free. Well, he got, he asked for a case of beer. That's it. He's just. Is he gonna make you millions? I'll take a case. Of he beer. wanted a case of beer and some dance lessons. There it is. Or just some the best. A few dance lessons because he's he's like yeah. Because to him, that was valuable. Yeah, he's learning to dance from, like, the Michael Jordan of performing. Yeah, just a little something that he can rework on stage and look look dope when he's yeah. doing 1984 songs. It's, it's just incredible to me. This story's also fun. He uh, gets pissed at David Lee Roth backstage, and he throws a bowl of guacamole at him. And it hits Steve Perry in the face, and then Steve Perry cried. <laughs> that's 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 a campfire story. That's so much fun. Hell yeah! If you've that's never heavy ass bowl, man. If you've never seen his uh, U.S. patent for his guitar, like in all the little uh, this, he made this little attachment on the bottom of your guitar so you could play it like a piano. It, it's like it's yeah. strapped in it, but the patent drawing of it is just incredible. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. That's that's the U.S. Patent Office drawing. Jesus, it's him like ripping it up. That's so dope. It's so good. You should get that tattoo on your back, dude. That's a great tattoo. That's that'd be like real nice right there. Yeah, I don't get play the whole back. I feel like a poser. Whole back, the whole thing, dude. It's a great frame though. That that's sick. Not, that's nice framed. Um, what else? The dime bag story. We covered that. That's good. Yeah, my aunt's probably really bummed. She's a big Van Halen chick. Yeah, she my age. <laughs> nah, she's older. I remember one time when they got back together with Roth, she was like, uh, "Hey Zach, don't tell your mom, but like we just bought like nine hundred dollars tickets, like me and your uncle." Really? I was like, "You're poor as fuck." Like that's why my mom's mad. You, you're like doing dumb shit with your money, but she's a rocker through and through, man. I'll do one more. Um, he used his uh, his Lamborghini as an instrument on Panama. <laughs> <laughs> he backs it up in the middle of the track. You can hear the car rev. Rock and roll's dead. They uh, yeah, it is fucking. This shit they, is dead. Nothing like this. You hear stories like this, you're just like, what are we doing? He backs it up, and then micro microphones were stuck into the exhaust pipes, and that's how they got the sound <laughs> of the engine revving to put in the song Panama incredible and you're right like you know all of his instruments were handmade his his frankenstrat the iconic black Mm -hmm. red and white one that's like three different pieces of guitar that he just bought and put together and built and he bought 
the body of that, I think it was 50 bucks or maybe the neck, the rosewood neck is 50 bucks because there's a knot in it and the sound's not as good. The whole thing cost him like $200. Uh, and it's just, it's shocking to me. Is he from Pasadena? I know Van Han's from Pasadena, so he grew up out here, right? Yeah, I mean, I know that. Or that's where the band form was in Pasadena? D- yeah, David Lee Roth, I believe, is also from Pasadena. And he's born in Amsterdam. So him and Alex were born in Amsterdam. They come over here. And he said that he couldn't read music. So yeah. he won at age 13 or 14. He wins some piano contest in Long Beach. Well, if you can play piano, you can play fucking anything. Right. From but what he, I've been told. But he could just play Mozart and Bach. in savant. After the after he'd play, they'd be like, "Well, you did some really nice interpretations there," and he's like, "I don't know." I'm just playing, bro. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, just doing I, my thing. I don't All know by how. Ear. Hey, I don't know how it goes. I just kind of, uh, yeah, just noodling around. It's like Garth playing drums, dude. Got bored playing um, uh, uh, piano. Thought it was boring, so he starts to play drums, and then eventually switches over. Alex was a guitarist mm-hmm. and he takes the guitar alex takes the drums and there you go there it is it's just incredible and no no lessons his dad was a, a musician who played the clarinet and several other yeah, things it's in his blood dude <laughs> it's just in came from a musical household but that's a legitimate genius yeah he's a genius yeah you don't have those if there is reincarnation he's probably gonna come back and do it all over again right and it's analog and like you said like rock and roll's dead because that's there's all these you can't do things that way anymore. Handmade stuff is what no, makes dead. things special. And that's not happening. All the all the computers in the world are not going to replicate, you know, that special one of a kind magic that you got from these songs. So, I want to rip through. We'll do this pretty quickly. I want to do my top 3 from each album gnarly. And a lot of these that you're going to be like, well, of course, but had to make a pick. And that's what it is. Van Halen, their debut album, 1978. This is a massive power groove segment, gnarly. Ain't talking about love, of course. Um, You Really Got Me, which is a Kinks cover. Awesome. And to be able to cover some of these songs that are so iconic and make them to the point where some people don't know that it's a cover. Like some some people like, I didn't know that was a Kinks song. Yeah, then you can be the guy be like, well, it is stupid. You're stupid idiot. Fucking poser. <laughs> and Ice Cream Man, of course. <laughs> Can't be Ice Cream Man. <laughs> it, it's a silly song that whoops ass in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And usually I don't like novelty songs, but I love uh, Ice Cream Man. And you're feel free to chime in whenever Jamie's you like. Jamie's Crying's one. a banger. Jamie's Crying is fantastic. Super banger. Atomic Punk's a banger as well. Yep. Can't beat him. Van Halen 2, 1979. Uh, Somebody Get Me a Doctor is my favorite song on that record. And I'm going to put it in my top three ever favorite Van Halen songs for me. Somebody Get Me a Doctor is fucking incredible. Uh, Beautiful Girls, of course, which you may remember a rendition of that in the Schmitz Gay, uh, Chris Farley (laughs) and Adam Sandler classic sketch. Uh, Dance the Night Away. Fantastic. Great bar song. And oh, it's such a good bar song. It's such a good like late night, like when you're right in that groove. You're feeling good. It reminds me of uh, that one time we had that hang maybe like three years ago at the Roost on the day before Thanksgiving. It was like just us in there with our ladies. Yeah. And we are just hitting like ACDC, Van Halen jams. It was just like one after another, just like banger after banger after banger. Never gets old. And I'm going to put an honorable mention for Out of Love Again on Van Halen too. That's a banger. 
Uh, moving on to Woman and Ch- Women and Children First from 1980. Um, Everybody Wants Some. Everybody really Wants Some Sick. It's super fucking sick. And it's a I, horny track. I'm going to lump in that with my Power Tube of the Week. If you've never seen it, 1985's Better Off Dead, uh, starring John Cusack, directed by Savage Steve Holland, who also directed 1986's One Crazy Summer, has an incredible, iconic scene of claymation hamburgers <laughs> going on a date to everybody wants some. If you've never seen that movie, please, please, please check it out. Have you ever watched it? Gnarly? You have the D- do you have the DVD? I still have the DVD. Have well, not popped it in. Now would be the time to do it. I do have or uh, watch uh, Fargo, the new season of Fargo. That shit goes off. Enjoying Chris it. Chris Rock is great. Very much enjoying it. It's fucking fantastic. All those are. Uh, and the Cradle Will Rock off of Women and Children First, of course, also. And it's a great album cover as well. It is great. And uh, Deeper Cut, Take Your Whiskey Home. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed that today. I was jamming that today as well. Moving on to Fair Warning from 1981. Unchained. I'm going to put that as my top three ever Van Halen songs. Damn. Possibly number one. I yeah, like Unchained that. hits. There is a little song break in there where uh, they talk trash to Ted Templeman, the producer. <laughs> and I wrote that out as a script where Eddie Van Halen gets pissed off and uh, spin kicks like all the speakers over and I'm going to try and find it. I made it like on a typewriter just like it was from a scene from a movie because I liked it so much. I just listened to it over and over again. Oh, Unchained. Please do not sleep on that. Uh, hear about it later. That's a deeper cut. And uh, Mean Street, also a great track. Diver Down, 1982 has that combo of Intruder and Oh Pretty Woman which is the Roy Orbison cover. Intruder makes that cover happen they're two separate tracks and i know why they did it because it's radio play but intruder has little touches of pretty woman in it and it goes right into it does chocolate and peanut butter peanut butter and jelly <laughs> and a lot of people think that those are one solid song no intruder and oh pretty woman two separate ones dancing in the street is incredible that's my second favorite on that record solid track that song is originally done by martha and the vandellas of course and fun fact uh co-written by marvin gay r.i.p now now you got a co a co-written song by marvin gay being done by uh van halen and you know what are you gonna do about that gnarly what are you gonna do about that just banger after banger little dude. little guitars i'll round out diver down we move on to 1984 favorite song off that record, Panama, that's my power groove. And then the rest of it, you know, it's all of it. It's 1984. It's, yep. one, it's one big chunk. No need to rank any of that. Now we're going to get into a gray area between me and Gnarly with 5150 that came out in 1986, where Van Hagar begins. I just like dreams. And that's because of the Power Ranger movie when that shit came out. I'm like, oh, this is a banger. Yeah. Well... Here's what happened to me. Okay, I'll do my, I'll do mine, I'll do my uh, list first. My favorite track off that is "5150," 50, the title track, mm-hmm. hands down. "Summer Nights" always gets me because in the summertime you would put that on when I was a little kid. It felt good, and then "Why Can't This Be Love" makes me feel good. <laughs> and the reason I like this, gnarly, because you gotta, you gotta remember, 1986. I'm eleven. I'm eleven years old. And I got my first boombox, like a real big boy boombox. And that was my first tape. And I played it so much that I had to get another one. Because in 1984, I'm only eight years old. 
So I had heard some earlier tracks from Van Halen as a young, young boy. But yeah, your ears it, weren't developed yet. But, but at eight, I got my 1984 fix. I had a dub of 1984 because I couldn't have the cover because it has an angel smoking on it. And I lived in a Catholic conservative high, uh, household. So I get into Van Halen and now Van Halen's gone. You know, David Lee Roth's gone. That sucks. But it comes back and I've only had this little taste. So if I'm enjoying 5150, enjoying the fuck out of it. And I listen to it so much in my room, just... There's no computers. There's no phones. I didn't have a TV. I just lay on my bed, my uh, this green paisley bedspread. I just lay there and play that tape over, put it o- over. So my brain is hardwired to fucking love yeah, 50, blood, 5150 so much. And that's why, gnarly. That's why I love that so much, and that's why I would love to have seen that live. I, mean, I got Sammy as my phone background, but that's just as a joke. He's got two margaritas, man. <laughs> it's, two it's, margaritas. It's a sick-ass picture, yeah, dude. Yeah, you got drink t- like, his Cabo Wabo. You're not drinking any faster with two. Which is nah, he is, though. <laughs> I'll move on to OU812, 1988, uh, When It's Love. I'm just going to pick one off that. I'm not a huge fan, but there's a lot of good tracks on it. It's yeah, fun. I'm not familiar with anything after that. When It's Love's fantastic. Then you have 1991 for unlawful carnal knowledge, which is fuck. <laughs> and I'll put that in one of, I, I think I'm going to go top three favorite Van Halen songs, top of the world. It's tough. I love it so much. It's brought me a lot of joy over the years. I wrote a lot of Carl Welzine to top of the world. I would say that I would go through day, like a, conservatively, conservatively, I would say, Five to six days where I would listen to Top of the World on repeat, writing Carl Welzine tweets. Hell yeah. Trying to turn that song into the alchemy of turning music into words. And I think I achieved it. Uh, definitely top 10. I, I'm, I would have to go back and I would, I would probably dispute myself. But Van Halen's Top of the World off of For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, that's going to go as a hard power group for me. Then we're going to move on to Van Halen Live. Right here, right now, that's 1993, it's a live album, and that has Pound Cake Live on it, which for me is better than the album. It captures how big that band was and how big that song was, and if I bought a $10,000 sound system that shook my house, it would be one of the first things I'd play on that. There is just something about that audio, that recording of Pound Cake Live off of Van Halen Live right here, right now, that you will enjoy. If you don't, too fucking bad. We move on to 1995. Balance comes out. Two great, really pop songs. Really fun, smooth, summertime, 80s vibes. Even though it's 1995, they are still got that fucking tone. And that's where you've got Can't Stop Loving You and Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do. Everyone else is listening to Grunge. I'm still enjoying that, but I'm still listening to Balance by Van Halen. Don't you worry <laughs> about that shit, Daddy. Then we move on to the end, which is... Van Halen 3. Cool album cover. Comes out in 1998. Cool album cover. Uh, That was returned in mass by Van Halen fans. People bought it and brought it back to the... It was like one of the most returned... No, I don't like this shit. (laughs) Because Eddie was drinking, I'm assuming, in 1998. He gets sober in 2007. He was fully addicted to alcohol, I'm going to assume, in 98. And he decided that adding Gary Sharon from extreme was a some sort of drunk decision (laughs) and i would love that album if you took all the vocals off of it but uh regardless without you i think is 
incredible Eddie Van Halen guitar work. It's a six, six minute, 30 second song. Harmonies are still there. Uh, Michael Anthony's still there with the falsetto. I love Without You off of Van Halen 3. It's fucking great. And I wish it was even longer than six minutes and 30 seconds. And I'm going to cap it with this. In 2012, they come out with a different kind of truth, which has uh, David Lee Roth rejoining the group. They had a song called Tattoo that I thought was meh. And then they had another song that was uh, like Shake It Woman or something. I forget. I didn't write it down. Uh, I only listened to that album once. It's good. It's, it's better than nothing. It's not great. I think it was just time to hang it up uh, audibly for me. And I just... It never, like when they bring back the old guy and we're back together, it's just, unless you're like Judas Priest or something, it's hard to recapture the magic. Yeah. But what you can do with these later albums is listen to them just for the Eddie Van Halen guitar. And that's why I wish you could just get these just the, you know, just, just instrumental, just all instrumental. That'd be nice to have on in the house during the day. You can probably find it on YouTube. You probably could, but Somebody I for sure did that. But I just like want it on vinyl yeah. or something. I'm not going to go listen to a YouTube. No, give me a marker. I'll fix that vinyl for you. <laughs> I know where it is, dude. You know where that line I know, is. I know where the Volks are. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I get this. It's perfect. Yeah, man. I ruined it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll fix it with a lighter. Broke your fucking record, I'll just dude. burn it off. But what's interesting to me, this is 2012. It's uh, early uh, Carl Welzine hotness. And what Carl does, he gets so pumped because he is a beloved fan of uh, Van Halen. And he's so excited that the new Van Halen record comes out. <laughs> the, uh, there hasn't been one out since you could erase 90, 98. He probably didn't care about since 95. Van Halen is finally back. And I think they had the best of both worlds, greatest hits. But different kind of truth comes out he's so pumped carl buys the cd and brings it all over town he just accidentally like sets it down at the bar and like hopes like hot bartenders see it and like whoa oh, shit whoa <laughs> what a cool guy what, are you doing with this? <laughs> what a cool guy you like van halen oh me too big boy <laughs> let's, let's go out for a hot meal he does that trying to impress women i think he accidentally like Drops it out the window at like a Burger King drive-thru because there's like a chick. <laughs> like, oh, man. You gotta let her see this. And it goes on for like a couple days Hell of him yeah. doing this. It does not work, obviously. No babes are into it. But it's inspired by me bringing <laughs> Tesla's The Great Radio Controversy to school by accident. I think it's the eighth grade I do this. And in every class, I'd accidentally pull out this Tesla tape and set it on my desk and say, oh, man, forgot this tape in my pocket and set it there, hoping that the hot chicks in my in, in like the eighth grade or ninth grade, I forget what it is, would think that I'm so money and be like, whoa, damn, <laughs> I'm going to sit on your face. Yeah, dude. you like Tesla, too. Jesus. <laughs> so I just clicked just. Whoa! Oh no, man! Oh, it's, oh, it's digging into my leg. I need to get this. Oh, you out. like this? <laughs> I forgot, forgot Keep it on this me all was time. in there. And uh, the chicks were not like that. The chicks, in fact, were like—I uh, remember because it's scarring. It's just stuck into my brain enough that I wrote a whole fucking chunk of Carl because I did this. This chick looked at me that I had a huge crush on. And she goes. You forgot a tape in your pocket. What are you, an idiot? <laughs> Wants me. 
It's super backed, super backfired. And uh, turns out, eighth grade girls uh, in uh, whatever year that was and <laughs> do not know who Tesla is. Do not, do not give a fuck. They do not give a fuck who Tesla is. And, uh, you know, I love that No Way Out song on that track. But go listen to that. But it's also got Love Song on there. I figured, like, some babes were into the Love Song, into the ballad. Yeah, it's but, about loves. Yeah, chick, well, chicks don't know who sings Love Song. They just dance to it at the eighth grade <laughs> dance. They're, they're out <laughs> rushing out to get the new fucking Tesla record. Hey, Burns got Tesla in his pocket. Let's go jag him off. <laughs> Do you have anything to add, Gnarly? Nah, dude. Just uh, go Lakers, go Dodgers. Let's wrap this shit up, boys. The perfect storm. Perfect storm of sports going on for you. The best. You getting Del Taco? I am, yeah, man. What are you gonna get? Uh, eight layer veggie burrito, the side of fries for the lady, and I'm gonna do two bean and cheese bowl, the green sauce, extra cheese, two chicken strip tacos bowl, and that's it. Hashtag not sponsored. R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just doing Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove Just some American dudes Out making power moves Out making power moves